0: We are back, hello, welcome back to the Pit Lane Collective podcast. We have been gone for a week, we missed a week unfortunately. I bet
1: you thought we'd gone away forever. Unlucky, we're back. Uh-uh,
0: uh-uh, this won't die. Well, not just yet anyway. Not yet. Um, we've come close though, haven't we? You especially. I have, What's yeah. What's been going on? What's been going on, Josh? I've been
1: so ill. You know how men over-exaggerate when they're ill? I was I was dying. I think they're going to probably take my blood for like tests or something because I I come back from that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Most people that would end them. It was a superhuman effort.
0: I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, so You basically, be- you, you I think you watched Perez's performance in Monaco and it just sent you over the edge, didn't it? And it was just... Well, yeah. It was just a domino effect. That was it. But yeah, in no all seriousness, so I've
1: spent about four days in bed. Five days in bed. Um, not really eating. Being sick. Headache from hell, uh, and then towards the end of like that illness, I like, caught a cold. So I like a double whammy for a bit. I still still need the tail end of this cold,
0: but it's 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 going. I'm like, a lot better now, like double man flu. But it did mean, unfortunately, that we missed last week's episode. So yeah. uh, my bad. Yeah, sorry about that one. But. We're going to make it up to you guys. Um, we're gonna. It's an off week next week. So we're going to discuss everything that happened in Monaco on next week's episode. Because it was a good one. Because it, it was actually a decent race. <laughs> um, but this week, we're going to talk all about the Spanish Grand Prix because it just happened and uh, that makes the most sense. So um, basically, this was the race where all the upgrades actually got tested. Uh, yeah. Ferrari had their new side pods, which looked less interesting than the old ones but everyone's kind of yeah everyone's like kind yeah, of looking more like red bull now aren't they everyone's going that way i'm not shocked um and yeah yeah why wouldn't you i mean you know if you're gonna copy one car it's probably that i one. wonder i wonder without touching too much on the monaco
1: uh, race because it was circulated obviously that when um paris crashed the car was airlifted and everyone got a really good look at the, the floor of the, the Red Bull. Oh, yeah. They?
0: So I wonder yeah. how many floors now look like the Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> there was a funny moment where um, I think in, I think it was f- practice three in Spain, Sargent crashed in the Williams and it had to be craned out as well. And people took photos underneath that. And then, they were just like, "What? What is this? <laughs> it's just nothing. <laughs> it's just like a a, a plain floor, just um, a little made in China on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like it's, it's paper mache and and hope. Um, so I think, like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of teams probably studying those photos now, aren't there? Um, but yeah, the upgrades Mac did have some. Um, they've got side pods now. Yeah, so that that was interesting, and as we've mentioned before, the the cause of your illness, Perez had an awful race in Monaco, and he needed to to bounce back and do a, a good job uh, in in Spain if he was ever going to keep his championship hopes alive. And uh, you know, spoiler alert, setting the scene there, he uh, yeah, setting him up, he didn't. He didn't. Um, and then finally, as well, we all ha- also had a new track configuration. They took out the horrendous, horrible, annoying, fiddly, stupid chicane. Uh, that do I don't think, do you not
1: like that chicane.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. I have a small <laughs> distaste to it. Yeah. I don't know if it came across. I'm trying to trying to remain professional. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone likes that chicane. Really, we, we mentioned um, it, didn't we? Because
1: when you race it on
0: like Sims and stuff it's it's a,
1: it's a part of the track that you dread but when you do get it right oh gosh so satisfying
0: see I would agree with you there but I don't think I've ever got it right you are um, <laughs> doing, doing <laughs> yourself a disservice though it's just so annoying it's such an annoying piece of track and I think it's nice that the, the real F1 drivers actually feel the same and clearly um, you know I, th- I believe that the chicane was actually put in to aid overtaking and I think what it actually did is just separated everyone out so that when you were on the main straight because you couldn't follow super close through that chicane when you got onto the main straight you were too far back to actually make a move so the the chicane that was put into aid overtaking didn't and then they got rid of it and it basically meant that the last two corners are pretty quick this year Um, Flat house for some of them Yeah there was talk about I believe I believe no one actually went flat through it. And I believe. I'm um, great. Right. Okay, here's here's a fun one. Have a guess. And I'm gonna give you three guesses. Who the closest who, who got the closest to going flat through that corner? You got three guesses.
1: So I uh, the obvious answer would be Max. but I'm assuming he's not he's not one of them. Well I mean it depends mate. You've you've got three guesses so you can Well that, that would be the obvious one so let's start with that.
0: No. No. It was uh, not Max.
1: Uh, so I'm going to go with someone really outlandish then and say um, Nick DeVries <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: someone else outlandish Logan Sargent oh my god no. No. no no although maybe he tried and that was why he ended up in the wall in the wall yeah. uh, it was Lance Stroll uh- when you said outlandish I was like oh I feel like you're going Lando or Lance sure. yeah. and then you just didn't that would have been too clever for me though yeah we'll edit we'll cut here and we'll redo that bit um, was yeah, it apparently, Lance stroll it was it was <laughs> <laughs> apparently Lance got the closest to being flat through that corner but he did have a tiny little lift um, Max did say in interviews that he reckons next year they'll be flat through it so it'll rain guaranteed yeah. <laughs> and we won't get that but um yeah, so track addition, and uh, supposedly it was going to make for better racing and better overtaking. So it
1: definitely the the track feels like it flows a lot nicer. It makes the track a lot
0: more exciting. I think um, it's a lot quicker for a better, a better spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think they shaved over five seconds off off lap times from previous years, Um but. It did actually aid overtaking. We had a lot of overtakes in this Grand so Prix. That, does that technically mean that, that Max is now the world records lap holder on that track? It's the yeah, track? Probably. Probably. It's it's a weird one because I don't actually know whether it's like when they change the circuit, obviously it's a different record, isn't it? So yeah. like I don't know whether this is whether they've gone back to a previous layout, because obviously this layout existed before. Yeah. But then they have tweaked all the corners, so you I don't would, actually know if this existed before. You would
1: still think, though, even if it existed before, these cars would still be faster than the ones that went around it then.
0: Yeah, you'd possibly. So. so you would assume it would still be faster. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll put that Who knows? there. Max probably holds it. Um, but yeah, it, it created some interest in racing, and um, we've uh, we we both sort of caught up on the race. Um, Neither of us, unfortunately, got the chance to watch it live. We've both caught up on it, and we've done our driver ratings. Mm-hmm. We've, we've scored everyone out of ten. Um, so, what I'd like to do for this bit, because I
1: have done driver ratings, surprised, oh. I know everyone. Yeah, uh, but I feel like you're going to have a bit more to say than me. So I'm going to go first with my ratings, if you don't mind. Do it. Keep mine nice and short and snappy, and then you can elaborate on whatever
0: you like. <clears throat> Let's go for it, man. Let's start with Mr. Verstappen, who shock horror won the race. Shock horror. Um, anyone
1: who doesn't give him a 10. No, you haven't. You, yeah, I think you've given him a 10. I think you could. Is an idiot because, if, I, unless I'm mistaken, he was first in all the practices. <coughs> he obviously qualified on pole, won the race with the fastest lap. What more, do you want? Led every lap. I'm le- oh, sorry, and led every single <laughs> lap, yeah. I but believe it's called a Grand Chelum. Yeah, I've seen something on the, I think it was on the Formula One Instagram that it was called something,
0: yeah. I've seen the word and never actually heard it spoken, so I think it's called it'd be, Chelum. Have you yeah. to see
1: how many drivers have done that?
0: Not many. Um, there's I not think, many, yeah. Well, no, I, I think there, there's there's a, a decent record of it, I believe. I can't remember what the difference is between a Grand Slam and a grand challenge, um, so maybe we'll is do it, some research. Is maybe is maybe the
1: Grand Slam just pole P one fastest lap? Yeah, maybe. maybe, maybe, but I don't know. That feels
0: too like Matt no, got one f- of them yeah. every single week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like like every lap comes into it as well. I don't know. I will. I will research that one and we'll come back with a proper definition of that in next week's episode but whatever it is he got one Um, and yeah I'm 100% with you 10 out of 10 Um, like just absolute domination he looked like he was chilling yeah Um, although still going over track yeah yeah. I I just partly wanted him to get the penalty just to be like nah nah whatever because um, he was that quick I mean it was 20 odd seconds in the lead wasn't he like it, it's just and there was a real moment
1: wasn't there with his engineer it was like can you please bring it home in the white lines <laughs> I love
0: the relationship between those two Max <laughs> is like yeah whatever and he's sure. like no Max please can you can you just <laughs> listen to me right we need to ju-. and Max is like yeah I suppose what is the fastest lap though and he's like you don't need to go for the fastest yeah. lap Max and he's like I know but what is it because I'm going to do it I'm going to do it yeah, um, yeah just spectacular driving and yeah as you say anyone who hasn't given him a 10 sort yourself out uh next up we've got lewis hamilton i give him a nine. Ooh, okay
1: uh i am made up that mercedes seem to have found this run of it's not really a run of form it's the first race he's done it but i'm hoping this is the start of a nice run for mercedes obviously the the, the bought up upgrades in monaco but monaco is not 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 a testing track where you would test any of those upgrades where you would see any benefits or negative impact of them upgrades I guess um, but yeah um, survived some early contact didn't he with was it Lando yeah yeah Lando um, and then yeah pretty yeah They've they, that's if they can keep that up with like obviously because spoiler alert George got there too if they can sort of become that next obviously they're not going to catch Red Bull if they can slot into that next team I think they've the, the the comeback that they've had from where they were Yeah, I think that is like a phenomenal job that they've been doing behind the scenes because I think I'm calling it early I think they will
0: comfortably now become the second best team yeah definitely I can see I mean <laughs> I think it'll still shift between races a little bit but yeah I'm, I'm with you especially second race with those new upgrades on like first proper
1: because they the were quite, coy about the upgrades. Well, I know George was because he was asked, and he was like, "Oh, it's not really nothing to do with the side pods. It's 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 something else. It's yeah. something else."
0: But clearly, whatever they've done is is weird because the car looked the car looked quick. Yeah, they found a lot of pace. I've I've actually I've given Lewis a ten because um, wow. I was genuinely looking at it, going, "What else could he have done?" Um, I think he he maximised. Everything he possibly could. It, qualifying wasn't amazing, but I think it was kind of where Mercedes could get to. I don't feel like he made any mistakes there or anything. And then in the race, lost it. Um, unlucky contact with Norris at the start. Um, got, I think he got a little bit of damage on on the the wheel cover on the side. But you know, once the pit stop happened, that was gone. That was changed. And yeah, um, he had a cool little battle with Stroll. But just sort of as Hamilton does, just kind of took it in his stride, kept cool, got strolled back um, and then got psyched a little later on. Um, Yeah, just sort of fired off into the distance. It was kind of mad how... I mean, obviously, Max was in a world of his own, but then Hamilton was in a world of his own as well, just kind of like pulling out. Um, So yeah, I gave him a 10 out of 10 there. And then, as you mentioned, George Russell came third for a double Mercedes podium. I gave him a nine as well. Yeah. So did um, So
1: yeah, solid weekend. I survived a bit of a scare early on when he had to use the escape route. Um, nearly as, could have been a penalty, maybe in another world, that's a penalty. I'm not sure how that affects his race. I haven't really looked at the end standards, whether a five second penalty would have affected that too much. Would it? I'd I think it would have dropped in behind. Probably. Would it? Yeah. But- well, yeah, sometimes you need a bit of luck, whatever. Um, but yeah, not much to say really other than uh, the same with Lewis. Like, what a jump that Mercedes seem to have made. And if they can carry on putting in them performances, then I think Toto will go to bed a happy
0: man. He will. He will indeed. I actually, when I was watching the race, I was like, "Oh, George is definitely going to get a penalty there at the start. But if you actually, when when you review it back, he, he does dive off down the escape road, yeah. but he rejoins behind the car that he was battling. So... Yeah, all's fair I guess all's uh, fair in love and war exactly I knocked a point off him I think honestly it was a perfect kind of weekend for him but I knocked a point off him just because of the poor qualifying um, because he started in P12 Um, but he had a monster start obviously kind of took that little detour Uh, and then just really good management I think (laughs) I think listening to him chat on the radio especially sort of earlier he's quite frantic he's like he's thinking so hard inside that car um, and then he, he comes over the radio and he's like i think there's i think there's rain turn five and then you can see all like you can see christian horner sat on the pit wall going like yeah what and then george is like oh actually i think it's just sweat i think it's just sweat that tipped my visor he is like so you know he's thinking about all the different strategies and all the stuff. i'm I'm surprised there isn't steam coming out from under that, oh, helmet the helmet. that he's, he's going for it in there um I Think, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him and Hamilton kind of getting closer up to the top because that's that's good. There's going to be some good battles going on there, but yeah, monster drive. And I, I gave him a nine out of ten. Um, and then behind him, closing him down quite quickly towards the end of the race, but just didn't manage to get to the podium, was Sergio Perez who finished fourth. How did you rate his performance? Bearing in mind Monaco was awful um, obviously we'll get onto our reviews for that next week but Monaco was really bad and he needed a good comeback and he didn't really get one did he I um, I
1: was quite mean Uh-oh, uh oh I give him a five <laughs> okay Um, as you said he had a really poor weekend last week a uh, really poor qualifying this week and he's in a very unfortunate position I'm sure we've mentioned it loads of times that he's Max's teammate yeah uh, and he's in the same car as he is and Max as you've just mentioned has done the big old fancy Grand Slam thing uh, and Perez he just seems to have I don't know if he's bottled it he's bike bottled the championship fight with him because for, for about four seconds it was like oh my god Perez could challenge Max to the championship when he actually no he couldn't like he's I don't know I just think finishing fourth in that machinery and that poor qualifying it's just really not good enough in that car Yeah, that's why I was so mean uh, see it's funny
0: you're saying you were mean because I, I, I've given him a 4 out of 10 I'm was, so glad I'm so glad I was glad. the same I was the same I think you're being <laughs> very kind there like I think uh, obviously poor qualifying and it was his mistakes it wasn't you know that he didn't get caught out necessarily by anything it was just mistakes Um. Started eleventh, and then Russell beat him. Like Russell started behind him and beat him fair and square through the race. Um, I, as you say, it's the toughest seat probably in Formula One at the moment. Um, and I think you'd have to, you'd, you'd be delighted to. Take the chance to fight, but it's also like it could it could be like a poison chalice kind of thing because Max is just that good. I think you'd be super cautious about you know being put under that spotlight, but he will get compared to Max because he is in the same car. And I honestly feel like Max would have won that race if he would have started eleventh. So yeah, that's why I've scored Paris so low. Um, I think I think it was Helmet Marco kind of, uh, said that. Perez needs to stop thinking about the championship and just focus on races, and I think it that's spot on. You know, it's like I don't know whether he's like kind of got himself because uh, he came out kind of fighting, didn't he? Talking about like oh, I'm going to take it to Max this year, you know, like I'm 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 in the championship hunt, and then just just binned it and has had two kind of very lacklustre races since. So. Yeah, maybe he just needs to take a little step back stop thinking about the, the championship for a second right. and just finish second
1: I know it's early days and stuff I'll, 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 how many more of them kind of performances before Red Bull kind of starts thinking hmm, is his seat maybe not as
0: secure as it once was or yeah I mean I think he's probably quite safe in the fact that Red Bull are going to comfortably win both championships but if they're uh, not the
1: improvement,
0: yeah. what are you doing? Exactly. If they like want to bring a junior in, there's you, no like Perez has got a limited amount of time to sit there and do this before they go, We need to get someone in who if if not necessarily is going to challenge Max, at least it's going to be first and second in every race. If the, if you win everything. So you win the constructors, the and the world
1: to the driver's championship. The only if you're looking up like micro improvements your head goes to him, yeah. Because Max has won everything, winning everything. All right, Perez has contributed to the 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 constructors, but we, someone could 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 contribute more more,
0: yeah. and we could
1: make a bigger gap. Because if they just if they just stagnate, Mercedes will improve, yeah, and everyone will improve, and then the gap will get smaller and smaller and smaller. And before you know it, you haven't got that gap anymore. Yeah. So if you if you start looking at like the micro improvements, which I'm sure these teams put everything under the microscope. He he's gotta have the microscope on him sooner or later, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Because Max can't do no more. Like Yeah. yeah. It's a really good point as well, because do you remember like a couple of years back, it was two Mercedes versus Max and the Red Bull, wasn't it? And and you know, when you as a team, when you've got two cars up front, you can use them strategically, you can yeah. put one on a different strategy and and the single car up ahead of the other team can't cover both. So you just increase your chances for for wins that way. And you know, we saw yesterday that Mercedes had the two cars on the podium. Yes, Red Bull have got, like, you know, a, another five gears that they could go into to, you know, Max could disappear again. But there probably will come a time where they don't have that and they are fighting. And yeah, the um, the crosshairs will be very firmly on Perez, I think. They need a Bottas. They do. They do. But not um, Bottas. But not Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I think that realistically Perez is gonna start pumping in some results because otherwise he's yeah, he's not getting renewed. Um I don't know when his contract ends. I think it's the end of 24. Can't see them renewing it. I think that they'll just probably promote someone like um, you know, like Sonoda or someone like that up. So yeah, not a good not a good result from Perez. Um then I, I feel like I feel like this is where we might split on our results slightly. Um, because in fifth place we've got the hometown hero Carlos Sainz. Yeah, I almost six. Okay, you surprised? Yeah. You're I gave surprise? him a nine, and Shit. I, I feel like yeah, I feel like that. I feel like it needs qualifying, but I'll let you go first, and then I'll qualify my nine. Uh, I so I noted that he has a great result in quali.
1: However, it starts to become a little bit of a trend that he qualifies well, and then just falls slowly, slowly, slowly down the pack, uh, and then lacks the seems to lack the pace that the rest of the grid does. Um, I'm not. I, I, it's not by all means a bad mark. I think six is just yeah, fine. You did okay. Yeah. Um, but I think if you qualify in uh, P two, yeah, P two.
0: I don't know. I don't think. I think you just need to maybe just do a bit better than that. Yeah, it's a tricky one to qualify in the nine. Like, I think if you look at just the position that he started and the position he ended the race, I think he'd go way lower than that. But I think um, he, I don't think he made any mistakes through the whole weekend. He didn't put a foot wrong um, at all. Qualified second, which you know you're not you're not getting ahead of Max on this track. Max was like half a second further up. Um started as well as he possibly could tried to hang it around the outside of Stappen on Turn one but you know that's that's always going to close and he did the right thing I think there and backed out and then the Ferrari just wasn't quick enough um, I think he you know I don't know whether Ferrari did any blunders with the, the strategy they probably, probably did because it's Ferrari you know we'll just assume um, but I, I honestly don't think he could have got any higher than that when you look at the cars that finished ahead of him um, I know it's it's depressing that like Hamilton got through, Russell got through starting like, you know, nine places further back or whatever. But I don't think anything any of that is on Saints this time. And I you know, I, I like when Science has a bad race, I, I go in on him. Um like I, I was half expecting a spin or he'd be in the gravel or something. But I think he did a great job and I just I unfortunately don't think the car's got the pace. I don't think he's very quick now
1: which is what I I love him he's such a like a, li- a likeable personality and he's got like this thing where you just you just root for him because he's kind of got this underdog thing about him being obviously teammates with Leclerc and stuff Um who by the way we'll come on to in a minute uh, yeah. Charles Leclerc um, yeah I don't know I just I, I think he yeah I just think he lacks pace I, I don't know I don't think he's very quick yeah, ah, he's he's so, more
0: consistent than than just outright quick, isn't he?
1: He but, is, which is why how this trend has started, where he's he seems to qualify fairly well, and then over the course of the race, just drops and drops and drops and drops. Yeah, and that's like a trend that you don't really want. You'd rather it be the other way. You'd rather yeah, exactly. Not, but you'd rather not really have amazing pace over one lap but a really good race pace than to have it that way because you as I said you're just going to get eaten up by yeah the other cars around you so yeah yeah, I thought I that think you make a good, good point uh,
0: yeah I, to be fair I think it probably is in that range I think you make a really good point in that like if he's not actually that quick like we didn't get to see Leclerc and, and we will get onto his performance later on but we didn't really get to see Leclerc fighting with a healthy car up front and I wonder if there was more pace in it mm. we'll never no. Um but I, I think oh, it, I would the would does seem to have fallen I
1: would always back Leclerc to be faster yeah same in the, in the, in the same machinery especially. without issues yeah yeah 100% like so as you say we didn't really get to see that but I would put good money on it that if we did he would
0: be faster than science, <laughs> Yeah. But I wonder if it would be enough to, to get over that deficit to Red Bull and, and Mercedes, which they seem to have. Probably not. Yeah. No. But so realistically, I, th- I think looking at it, P5 is probably the best science could
1: do. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad with result. what he's got. I don't think it's necessarily a bad result. I, said, I think I was being quite fair with the six. It's just that thing where like, I don't know if you can... I don't know. It's tough. If you can prove the car's kind of got pace. I know it was a mad quality. Like the grid was bizarre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I was looking at it. We were like, what the fuck has happened there? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I just want to see him do better than that.
0: Yeah. Same. He, he's, he's getting into like a bad habit of, of that. And... Oh man. And it's going to be so heartbreaking at your home race to just know. slip slowly backwards and just, Shunt off the podium and then out of the top four. It's just if oh. you'd have asked him before the race starting second on the grid, if he'd have
1: been happy with fifth. Oh, you, you know. you'd have said no. Yeah. So that tells you Devon, doesn't it? And he exactly. and he knew who was behind him. He knew that there was another Red Bull and two Mercedes behind him. So
0: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a it's a predicament, isn't it? Um and then behind science, we have got Mr. Lance Stroll who finished in sixth. I've one, got one little sentence on him. I give him a
1: seven, by the way. Okay. Um, placed higher than Alonso
0: is right, Lance. <laughs> go on, Lance. I've actually, I've rated him a lot higher than this. And I'm giving him a big rating. I've given him a nine out of ten. Because um he qualified really well. Other people were dropping it and, and he didn't. He qualified decent. And yeah. then uh, he, he made that ballsy kind of overtake on Hamilton. And I was like, yeah. go on, mate go on Um, and I was like yeah like you know he went for it and you know in fairness to Stroll I think similar to how science found it the Astons just didn't have the pace today either yeah I did write Um, that
1: to be fair it it seems to have lacked the pace it lacked the pace this week than it, it certainly has shown in
0: previous races yeah but I think like Stroll's had a messy few races as well um, and some of them through no fault of his own and especially I think he was getting dunked on a lot last week for Monaco and we'll come on to that next week. Um, Rightly so, by the way. But, yeah, but he needed a, a, a decent performance and I think that was that. To be honest, I think he did a really good job so yeah. I, I've given him a 9 out of 10 there. And
1: I should, should really caveat that with as well. It, that's a tough seat. Yeah. I, know, I know he's got like the whole oh, me dad owns the team and stuff but he's, he's sat next to Alonso. He was getting so much of the media attention, so much of the fan attention. He's performing so well. He's had God knows how many podiums in that car. That's a tough. That's almost as tough as the as the Perez seat, in terms of all the attention is on your teammates, yeah, and they're performing so well in the car, and you're not. The like, pressure can start to build, can't it? That's it's like the, I've got to beat him a bit. That is a high one. pressure seat. <laughs> yeah, um, but maybe now he has beat him. Maybe that gets. The camel off the back of it, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a camel off the back—is that a thing? It is now. It is now. It's I'm getting now a T-shirt.
0: that
1: getting like the podcast. Get the camel off your back.
0: Make it um, Come on. And then behind Stroll, Alonso, as we said, Stroll finished ahead of his teammate. What did you? How did you rate Stroll again? Seven, seven. I gave Stroll a nine, and then we got Alonso. I gave Alonso a seven. I gave Alonso a six. He oh. was
1: outplaced by Lance. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Alonso.
0: It was a bit messy, wasn't it? Yeah. A, bit of a messy weekend from him. Yeah. I think, like, <laughs> I did laugh at all the hype going into the weekend of Alonso going for his 33rd Grand Prix. It's like, no, no. Unless, like, Verstappen's car blows up. And even then, I don't know whether it's it probably still would have finished the race. And Perez crashes into a wall again, which you know, chances are that's probably happening. Like there there wasn't a realistic chance that Alonso was going to take victory in Spain. No. And yeah, just just a bit of a messy weekend. Uh damaged his car in qualifying, lost a load of pace. Um started P9, P eight, I think, and then he was kind of just anonymous for most of the race, to be honest. Came alive a little bit at the end of the race on the hard tires and caught a stroll. But while uh,
1: we're on while we're on Aston, uh, obviously the upgrades were really put into effect this week. Do you wonder if this is just a one off, or do you think maybe they've started to
0: become out upgraded by the yeah teams around them? That worries me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I I think they did bring upgrades so. Maybe it's just one of those weekends where the, the car didn't suit the track particularly well, um, or they just didn't get the setup nailed, or something like that. Um, mm. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not sure. I think we'd have to see a few more races to be able to tell properly. You know, I think if Mercedes are comfortably finishing ahead of them for the next couple of races, then they've yeah. got developed there. Hopefully, Aston can get back on the it's go while it lasts, won't it? Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully it's not. That's not the case for things to come because I was enjoying seeing Alonso at the front. But in fairness, this is the first time this season, I believe, that he's finished outside the top four. So, fair play. Um, It had to end at some point. I gave him a 7 out of 10 just because of the mistakes and stuff. Um, I enjoyed the radio comments at the end. thought they were quite quality, just the whole sort of... You know, I'm tell Lance not to worry. I'm not going to overtake him. Don't worry. And then just <laughs> power sliding around the last corner, like <laughs> waving at the fans. He's a bit of a showman, Alonso. But uh, I, he genuinely seemed quite happy and chill out of the car. So I don't think he was too worried too by worried, stuff. Yeah. So hopefully they've uh, yeah they've got a bit more um, a bit more pace that they can bring out in the the next races. Um, behind Alonso was his old teammate Esteban Ocon, who at one point looked like tried to murder uh, Alonso with with an overtake um, went very defensive down the main street and Alonso kind of just had to follow him all the way across but I don't think Alonso was too bothered and no. I don't think I think people reviewed it and just said oh it was a bit aggressive but it wasn't a kamikaze overtake like it looked at first but Ocon finished in P8 um, qualified 6th how did you rate his race? They gave him a seven. Yeah, I did as well.
1: Uh, on the back of a great weekend last week, I thought that was about the best he could have done this week. Really, um, smashed it. decent points for the team. Yeah, good little run of form he's found himself in.
0: I've got nothing to add to that, to be honest. Just don't think the pace was there for much more. Um, I don't. I do, I, I do have a question mark saying I wonder if they bottled the strategy at all, and maybe there was a little bit more they could have done there to get him up fighting with the Astons. But yeah, just, just one of those. That was the way it shook out pace-wise, wasn't it? Um, behind hock we've got a driver who isn't usually featuring in the, the top 10 um, sort of point scoring positions, at least not this season. Guan Yu Zhou. Uh, How did I you rate al- him? I also give him a 7. Okay. I, feel I gave
1: like- him a 10. Yeah, so I was gonna say I feel like you would have rated him a lot higher because you're you're a bit of a fanboy, aren't you? Um not massively actually.
0: I'm, I'm uh, sorry, sorry to Joe. Uh no, but but what like yeah, he, he what a drive. Yeah.
1: Listen, seven is a very good score, right? <laughs> seven is not as low as some people have ever done, here, Right? Some people in red cars. Uh oh. Um he was quite lucky, given the fact that Yuki got the penalty. Yeah, yeah, that that was very harsh on Yuki, I think. But I've got to, you know, sometimes you need that little bit of luck. Yeah, and I think so, he, you know he'd still been in tenth. Oh yeah, he'd so still yes, score points. Yeah, 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 but maybe it flattered them a a little bit. Yeah, maybe I'm just in a bad mood because I've been ill. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I landed on seven. I'm sticking with seven. Seven. Yeah, I, I went ten, just because. And I've got, yeah, I'm going there as, as my first note, (laughs) just, I, I think a really good drive. And I think a little bit under the radar, like, I don't think it was mentioned as much as maybe it could have been that he, he obviously started 13th in a car that has been pretty terrible for the whole start of this season. Um, and he roundly outclassed Bottas, um, which this you know, hasn't been too difficult. To yeah, do. in fairness, Bottas is just, yeah, I think the safety car has been outclassing Bottas most of the time. But um, I think Joe had to really fight for that. I don't think it was, it wasn't just he found himself in a gap and he just carried on driving in that gap until he finished. He had to battle pretty much the entire race through to get to tonight's position eventually. Yeah, he had that moment with... Um, with Sonoda, and as a big Sonoda fan, I was heartbroken by that. But fair play to Joe, um, just a really, really solid drive, yeah. So I, I, I don't think he could have done anything more. Um, I think he maximised everything. Ten out of ten.
1: Remember um, when we
0: started this? You were the arsehole Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really kind of took note of that afterwards and went, no, I've got to call out good and bad and not be sort of worried because I was just sitting in like sevens the whole time I was like yeah last one ever then eight Um, behind Joe we've got Pierre Gasly it's so funny you've just said I was
1: just kind of stuck in sevens Uh, Gasly gets a seven as well (laughs) so so I think he recovered well from a really poor start he was given two really shitty pit stops he was very slow pit stops so all in all i don't think a point is a bad result there no i don't think i think he did okay
0: so I i'm with you the matter. i'm with you i gave him an 8 just just one higher um, <laughs> i think that alpine just decided that they hated gasly this <laughs> weekend i don't really know what the deal was there um but like i don't know maybe maybe, maybe they just decided to pick on him this time because during qualifying he uh, blocked two different drivers and I believe both of the issues of the blocking were the team's fault because basically the first incident he was I think on a cool down lap and both Ferraris were on hot laps and they were like there was like five seconds between Gasly then the first Ferrari and then the second one um and clearly Gasly just got told there's a Ferrari behind you on a hot lap let him pass and he did and then he pulled back onto the racing line and Sainz who was the second Ferrari was like whoa dude and had to back out of it uh, and Gasly got a three-place penalty and then, watch, yeah which <laughs> was brutal and then I believe he just wasn't told about Verstappen and just ended up blocking Verstappen on a hot lap as well, and got another three-place penalty. So he qualified fourth, I think, but actually started the race in 10th, which is already an amazing achievement by Alpine. Like, great job, you know, solid work there. And then, uh, yeah, as you say, just through the race, got like, I think it was a four-second and a five-second pit stop as well, which is like, not great. Um, So considering he he looks quick, through the race. I don't think he himself made any mistakes. He made some nice overtakes, had some nice moves. Um I just think yeah, if I could if I could rate Gasly and the team separately, Alpine would be getting dunked on a lot harder here. Um <laughs> but I thought Gasly did a decent job and to, as you say to get a point from that is uh, is good. I'd have been really interested to see where he'd have ended up if he'd have stayed where he qualified and Al- Alpine hadn't Given him awful pit stops because genuinely he looked really quick and I, I think he'd probably have been if not around sort of science stroll if not ahead of them like he was he was flying yeah yeah and then someone who wasn't flying finished below Gasly in P11 with Charles Leclerc how did you rate him? four okay and, yeah, and yeah. That, is, is that generous. horrible? That's mean.
1: <laughs> That's generous, mate. It is. Who was he in? Calling nineteenth? Is he nineteenth? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I've got to fact check that because I feel like it should be wrong. It, it was. It yeah, was, he's nineteenth. Nineteenth. He's in a Ferrari. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. To be just a poor weekend from start to finish from him. Want to forget? Just. I, I'm not gonna bash on too hard because, I like him. Uh, and he is better than that but that's just one of them weekends that you just want to pack up and go home as soon as possible because everything that could go against you went against you he obviously wasn't on the top of his game I don't know if the car did you say the car had an issue or he thought it must have had an issue Um, or I think he said he'd be very surprised if it didn't have an issue (laughs) so would
0: I by the way Um, yeah poor yeah I, I've not gone quite as low as that. I've given him a six. Just I think very clearly there's something wrong with that Ferrari in particular because he he's not 19th in qualifying. No. We know Leclerc. I mean he's put it on pole this season ahead of a Red Bull. Yeah, um, that's the, there's there was something very clearly wrong. The the team um, didn't know what was up with the car. Took the whole back end off the car and put a new one on. So we started from the pit lane. And they he just didn't really make any inroads into the, the the point. Well, he didn't make any inroads into the point at all. Finished 11th. Um, I've got in my notes here, awful collie, pit lane start, awful race. When will the misery end? And I think that kind of sums it up, to be honest. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Charles probably did what he could with what was clearly a not very compliant Ferrari. But yeah, the, I think... There's got to be something serious up with the, the car for him to be that far down and struggling to overtake like De Vries and, and stuff. You would absolutely hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, if there isn't, God, what did he have for breakfast? Damn. <laughs> um, behind Leclerc, Yuki Tsunoda, who is, I think, I think he's just my favorite driver. I'm just going to come out and say this now. I think he's. Go favorite. on, now, I'll let you take the floor on him as your favorite. Well, I rated him a nine out of 10 and I would have probably given him (laughs) a 10 out of 10 if it wasn't for that penalty sort of issue that happened there he was beaten by the freezing qualifying as well but sort of directly behind him um but then he was running in the points sort of immediately for most of the race uh he was still clearly managing issues with the car as well. Um I don't know if you noticed it but like watch the replays back when he's coming into braking zones with that car there's just clouds of smoke coming out from where the dust like like the brake discs are um it's clearly like brake dust and stuff and I just yeah he doesn't look at all comfortable with it but he's managing it as best he can. Unfortunate penalty with Joe I was fuming um and then they walked, played it back and I was like actually in fairness it's a harsh penalty but I understand where it came from uh, so he finished on track in 10th but then obviously dropped back to 12th uh, yeah maybe I've gone a little high because my Yuki love is is bubbling away but keep
1: uh, keep man, talking I, just need, I need water otherwise I'm going to cough and have a fit and do like that
0: the illness is still there yeah maybe I've gone a little high maybe I'm going to amend that maybe I'm going to amend that because he did actually get beaten by De Vries as well so, in quality, so I'm gonna give you an, an eight out of 10. Um, maybe I got blinded by my bias there, so eight out of 10. Eight. I gave him a seven. Rating? Okay,
1: um, very unlucky with the harsh penalty. I still think it was very harsh. Yeah, yeah before that, racing really well. I think he's a superb driver with a massive future ahead of him. Really like him. Hope he can kind of, um, sort of mature. In certain aspects of his racing uh, and himself, but I know he's still very young and stuff. Um, But yeah, I think he's one of the the, the the special drivers on the grid that I can see going
0: as far as he wants to go in the yeah. sport. So, <clears throat> which is all the way. Yeah, and then he can open a sushi restaurant. Yeah, Guanuki. Uh, in in P thirteen, we've got Oscar Piastri first of the McLarens. Yeah, uh, I give him a six.
1: Ah. Um and I've got not a great opening lap
0: and then struggled from there, really. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I've given yeah. him a seven just because good quality. Uh, yeah, with you. But poor opening lap, really. But then I I liked how he f- was defending from Perez. I don't know if you spotted that in the first few laps. Um, he wasn't just letting Perez through, which I feel like a lot of people would do because it's like, yeah. oh, it's a red bull. Um, but yeah, the, the McLaren is still poo. So, yep, sorry, McLaren. I really want you to not be poop but th- th- I don't know what like th- because we th- clearly love th- McLaren. Th- we are big McLaren fans. I mean, Josh has got a McLaren print, and I, I I've got an and he made it. notebook <laughs> here. So, um, yeah, I, I just like they clearly th- there was something about Saturday, Quali, where the car was just in a in a window. I think people mentioned that it might have been the track temperatures and stuff where it was just flying. So over one lap it was pretty quick and um, both cars in Q3 but then just the race uh it just didn't didn't work didn't work out at all. Um so yeah I gave him a 7. I gave him a 7. Uh, he did finish ahead of De Vries who is the second AlphaTauri he finished in 14th. How did you rate De Vries this weekend because he I think the last time we spoke bearing in mind we we obviously missed Monaco we were kind of bashing on a little bit because he'd had a really, 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 really rubbish start to the season. He seems to have found a little bit of something. Um, oh, I think your mic's still on mute, by the way, mate. I gave him a six.
1: <laughs> I also um, gave him a six. I've got a small improvement, not on the right-hand ball. Um, At times, he looked like he could maybe threaten for a point, but it was never really on the cards. Yeah, I mean, I think he is one where I would sort of score him against himself, if mm. that makes sense, because he has had such the poor start. The fact that he's he's improved quite considerably is, you know, props to him, because, yeah, we, we've bashed him. A lot of other people have bashed him. That He's been bashed in the media. Yeah. <laughs> like, even some of his team have been a bit, like, you know, not backwards and coming forwards about the issue. So he's had a really tough start. So I think, yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good and block on a platform to hopefully
0: pick on from there and it's like maybe and hopefully the confidence boost that he needed yeah 100% I agree with everything there I think he still got outclassed by Yuki but not by as much as we have literally just said Yuki is he, I oh, think he's generational just, talent he's
1: a special <laughs> <laughs> he's you know if he was in that Red Bull Max would be
0: you know Max would be a goner so yeah. you know um yeah no I, like I've got in my notes that he he got jumped by Yuki but then Yuki's in his here and and DeVries is is a rookie, so like he's he's kind it's more kind of what Alpha will expect from him um yeah. you know i think like realistically the the fight for points is gonna be sort of hot competition between so many different teams and drivers anyway to finish p fourteen decent job not amazing but you know decent um Behind him, P15. Nico. How did you rate Nico? Uh, I gave him a six.
1: Good performance and quality. That helped the score quite a lot. But then he did quickly fall down the order. Found himself in a little bit of a dogfight with the rest of the backmarkers and never really kicked on from there. But did outperform his teammate. So I suppose you've got to give him that. Um, The has doesn't look well it didn't qualify it does on the whole doesn't look great yeah, I, i'm not surprised I, I, you're probably not either um <laughs> who would have know well in fairness in the past few races i believe holkenberg has been outperforming magnuson on the whole and i guess that's all you can do your first be
0: first you know the first target is your teammate isn't it so yeah exactly i think like i same like I, i've got the it's hard to kind of rate him properly because the car is a bit tragic in the race. But um, I don't know what is going on with some of the quality performances because he keeps just randomly appearing at the top of the timer yeah. tower, and you're like, what? what? <laughs> and then obviously everyone else gets their laps in and he shuffles back down a little bit. But I rated him six out of 10 as well because um, exactly your reasoning, solid performance in quality to start at seventh is like pretty decent but unfortunately he then ended in 15th so that's yeah a bit more like the house we know and love um I do you love them i yeah you can't not love them really can I you know. um but i think poor poor old gunther was yeah not happy By i'm scenes. surprised
1: he's still got hair on his head
0: well yeah <laughs> it'll be disappearing <laughs> very quickly if this uh, if this form continues through the season hopefully they can get it together because those random like just bonkers quality laps like if they could find that for the race like they would obviously do better because they'd be going <laughs> yeah. quicker so absolute would... top notch level journalism eh? <laughs> ah, come to me for all your technical analysis you know if they could go faster they would be quicker
1: they would be quicker if they could cross the line first they win.
0: Gunther, Hass, hire us. Yeah. You know where we are? Um we can come and we can help you out because we've got the insights. <laughs> um Alex Albon finished sixteenth. How did you rate his weekend? I gave him a five.
1: Yeah. Looks slow, well off the pace. I know the car's a big old heap of shitbox on wheels. <laughs> um yeah. It's... he started I think he started the season okay I think Williams kind of looked like they would made a small improvement but then they've gone they've yeah they've they've sort of they've dropped off like I did expect
0: anyway Um, I think James Vowles uh, on his uh, Williams team principal on his little video that he does kind of talking about the the race and going over their decisions and stuff he was like we didn't expect this track to suit the car anyway Um, yeah he was like, everything kind of went okay from like the operation side, but he was like, the car just doesn't have the pace. Didn't, the, the track didn't work. And yeah, I gave Albon a six. I think he'd kind of, he, did, he had a bit of an invisible race, to be honest. There wasn't really much happening. But he did move up from where he qualified. Um, and I've just put like, tough race for Williams. Um, and then talking about tough races. Hi, and Alex Albon. We've got Lando Norris who finished in seventeenth, having qualified in third. I know. So I
1: love Lando. Everyone loves Lando. He has cool helmets. He does. But my God, like when I seen him qualify there, <coughs> I was like, oh my God. In fact, we were together when we when we the yeah. result. Like, oh my God, what's happened? That these like upgrades are they suddenly like super fast again maybe but obviously he had the massive contact on the opening lap had to box and then it was gone from there wasn't it like he was he was never coming back from that yeah Um, which was very unfortunate because I would have liked to have seen the pace of it I'd like to have seen where he would have because I'm not sure he would have kept hold of third to be no, fair no but, but <laughs> I, I, I'd be interesting to see what kind of pace because it's been struggling for points really hasn't it so yeah where, where they kind of lay in the, the top 10 if he could hold on to top 10 Um but we never got to see that and it's like will we get to see that again because that seemed like from if you take that race just as on it as its own little you know bubble I can't see him doing another qualifying when he gets P3 you know, I think it was kind of a flash in the pan. I hope it wasn't, but I think it probably was. Um, so this was probably the best place to show what car, what pace the car had. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to get that opportunity again. Feel for him, man, because he's 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 a superb driver, but that car is just not great, and he's obviously battling with a bit of bad luck as well at the minute. But yeah, it's a the tough one it's a tough one it is it's a tricky one how did you how did you score him out of how did I not, you did not give him a uh, I gave you the score you might a, have done I, sorry, I gave him a 5 ah. and I only really give him that because of the superb quality the race was just terrible yeah Yeah. Uh, like it wasn't all his fault I'd have to look back at the incident where he got the damage to be honest I don't know if it was a racing incident or maybe it wasn't the wrong I haven't really looked at the accident that closely Um. but still the race was
0: just bad luck after bad luck after bad luck and Yeah. In my in my notes I've just got ah uh, Yeah. So I've given him a six out of ten. Um and I, I've just basically said like mega qualifying lap. Because it was it just it was bonkers and he does have a habit of occasionally pulling these insane thing insane laps out of what a car that shouldn't really be there.
1: Got a bit um, of history of being quick around this track, hasn't he? Yeah, um, he likes yeah. this
0: track. Yes, he but he's got, I think he's just, he's got that sort of that crazy speed that he can turn on and unlock occasionally. And clearly, I think, like we said before, I think that the McLaren kind of, the the track conditions came into the window where the McLaren was the happiest and stuff, but he, he put the lap together. um, And then it all came undone at turn one, turn two. Um, and his race was basically over from then on. I think like looking at it, um, I think I think Lewis said like, oh, it's something that he'll learn from. Uh, it was it was really unfortunate, but it's just one of those like the the when you've got cars taking different lines through the corner, they will back up a little bit, and I think Lando just didn't expect them to slow down as much as they did. Um, so it's a bit it's a bit tough really. And from then on, like I like I don't know whether it was his fault necessarily. I don't know. There's obviously things that he could have done to avoid it, but if you can't anticipate it happening, then you know there's not a lot you can do there Um, and then I've just got McLaren McCrap anyway maybe he could have got a point because I honestly like if you think like the Mercedes would have 100% got him Perez would have 100% got him both Astons would have comfortably got past him as well Um, I think really when you start to get to like Ocon Joe maybe is where he could have probably finished so he could have maybe got P8 P9 Uh, which isn't great from, you know, starting third, but it would have been points and unfortunately he didn't get any and he finished 17th on another dismal weekend for McLaren. Did you see the max double take? Yeah, when he (laughs) took his helmet (laughs) off in quality and went, what? Is that a a McLaren? (laughs) No, 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 Lando, you need to park a bit further back. (laughs) That's for the people who qualify third. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It was was so funny though. A proper mixed up grid that um, and I, I want to see Lando with a better car. Um, and obviously, McLaren do, and they're working super hard. I think they've got um, a proper, like, B spec car coming, but I believe it's coming for around Silverstone, which is like a couple of races time. Um, so they're obviously, they've been working hard at that. So fingers crossed that can, you know, that can give them a boost because they're a bit down in the dumps at the moment. And speaking yeah, of I- down in the dumps, uh, Magnussen. My boy K-Mag. 18th. That's I've just sh- got pretty unremarkable Hass is very slow. Yeah, that's sweet Prince. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, outperformed by his teammate again. Sorry, I gave him a five. Yeah, yeah, outperformed by his teammate again, uh, which, again, is the ben- the benchmark when you're on a team like Hass. you need to be at least beating your teammate. Mm. But yeah, I agree with what you just said. The car is... Ooh, it's just not, it's nowhere, is it? It's, it's like, it's just drops like a stone in the it's race, just there, yeah, like, like looking for a taken part medal. And it's like, gonna get yeah. one, yeah. I've, I said, I think I feel like they're everyone's like second favorite team, has you just, everyone just loves them, but I just wish they would just do a bit, just a little bit better again. They, they threatened again. it for a bit, yeah, they did, they threatened, and they, they've done well in the past, and they threatened it for a bit
0: occasionally. Yeah. Um, but no. I was going to say again like, 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 like we were saying before we are available Hass, if you want our insights
1: or to own. drive
0: well yeah I mean yeah <laughs> I mean I'm a bit I just the minute, I, but I, like... I, I feel like my you know I feel like if they did just go quicker over each lap they'd probably finish higher up
1: well the thing is what a lot of people don't know is that at the foot of the car like a pedal
0: yeah yeah yeah. and the further you press that down the faster you go my my personal favourite alongside that is the the turny thing like I find if you turn the turny thing more you can go tighter round corners yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you press the pedal and it yeah it's just we've got so much knowledge Has, we shouldn't we shouldn't of, be we shouldn't be putting this inside out on a podcast really no we should put it behind the paywall or something really I, I think um, and with that sign up to our Patreon <laughs> <I reckon. laughs> yeah uh, poor old poor old K-Mag and poor old Has. Um, but I I kind of segwayed into k by talking about down in the dumps and I feel like if this is down in the dumps I feel like way below down in the dumps somewhere in the the depths of the ocean is poor old Valtteri Bottas who I'm going to finish 19th I'm going to group these
1: together because you know we've hit an hour here Bottas is really poo at the minute (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I don't know what's wrong with him uh, I know the car's not great but Jesus he is a better driver than what he was showing yeah. and what he is showing is a massive lack of pace like a massive lack of pace I can't even think when he qualified? it was like 16th or something yeah it wasn't great I think he was out in Q1 and um, then I think it yeah, was think 16th it was, that's the top yeah. of it um, and then only Logan Sargent behind him at the end of the race so he's fell back and fell back and fell back, and yeah, really poor. And then Sargent as well. I also gave him a four because, yes, this card does lack pace, mm. but easily outperformed by his teammates again. And I think he's struggling badly, which I think might be a bit of a um, a relief for uh, Nick freeze because yeah. i think now all the spotlight is going to turn to this rookie yeah um the he's really because i think at the start of the season after the first race or so i think me and you were kind of on the same page as logan logan side and he's shown really i kind of had a few high hopes for him yeah well, correct, I, didn't he I certainly did anyway um but my all oh, that's dropped off Poor guy. I don't know. He's I don't think he's gonna be lasting too long in Formula One if these performance persist these performance no. persist.
0: Uh, which is a shame. But yeah, it's, it's a dog a, eat dog world isn't it. It's a tough one. I think like like with with poor old Bottas, he keeps like I feel I feel like after every race now I see him post on Instagram and go like the car broke, like we had damage and we just couldn't fight for points and you know, and then the next race, he's like, the wing mirror fell off and copy went and into paste in. And, like, you know, it just didn't. It's, it's basically just, I, well, either the car's made out of paper or the, he's just getting super unlucky with like incidents and picking up damage. But yeah, he's, he's been miles off. I gave him a four for a yeah. And then for Sergeant, I gave him a, ten, a two out of 10 because I was going to say 10 out of two. And then I was like, that doesn't. Nope, numbers I thought you were going to say 10 a 10 out of 10 yeah I gave him maybe hey, you have 10. an <laughs> Um, because I didn't realise until just now that he was in a car I thought he was just running around that track Warf- and I was like <laughs> spot on me uh, yeah he, I, I've just got like he had a, he didn't enjoy that qualified last pit lane start finished last next 2 out of 10 yeah. so that is the driver ratings for the the Spanish Grand Prix um, along with some sort of tasty technical insight there um, how did you rate the Grand Prix as a whole out of ten?
1: Quite funny really, because, as you mentioned, we didn't get to watch it live.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we had stuff on. Of um, course, since caught up on some extended highlights and read read a few race reports and things in preparation for this. I know I do do prep. It's hard to believe, and um, I think it was okay. Um, maybe I haven't really done one for this so it's off the top of my head uh, 6 yeah it That's was fine
0: yeah it was fine I've, I've seen people rating it quite high on, on, on no. Twitter and, and things like that I, I've I've given it a 4 and no. so I'm so, I so happy when you're the bitch so it's a weird one and i'm interested to see whether anyone else feels this as well because if you enjoyed it fair play like i'm not trying to say it was a shit race if you didn't think it was no i think that's Um, exactly what you're trying to say but i am um i I just i watched the full sort of catch-up race and i think going into it maybe there was a bit of hype because i was like oh the grid's all all over the place i mean max was gonna win but then the grid was all over the place. And I was like, I think we're gonna get quite an exciting race here. And if you were to just look at the amount of overtakes done, we we did, but I like I think because it was such a um there were so many different strategies going on. A lot of people did a three-stop it was just kind of constant pit stops. And even as a pretty hardcore F1 fan, I found it really hard to follow what was going on beyond like the top eight, maybe because people would just pit, and then, and then you'd be like, like I was, I was trying to like sort of follow Sonoda a little bit and then I'd look and he'd be in 13th and then I'd look again and he'd be like ninth. And I was like, well, go on mate. And then he'd be like 15th again. And I'd be like, what is good? Like literally within like 20 laps. Um, and I think the fact that people were building up as, oh, are people going to do a two-stop? Are people going to do a three-stop? They're basically saying all the strategies are going to go all over the place and then they're going to converge at the end of the race, which has happened before. I think it was, uh, maybe it was France um, a couple of years ago where... And and Mercedes have done it as well in like Hungary and stuff where they'll do an extra pit stop and then they'll come back at the end of the race and they'll overtake the race leader and you're like, ah, amazing grandstand finish. Um, I think that was kind of what was predicted here. And then I don't really feel like any of it happened. Mm. Like Perez um, was supposedly going to catch Russell, but didn't, got close, but didn't. Alonso caught up to stroll and just stayed there. I don't know, it just wasn't really... I mean, apart from Yuki and Joe battling, it was just a bit... Uh, for the top positions. And then I feel like all the good, or a lot of the good battles we saw were for lower down the order. There were some good overtakes, but it just kind of put someone over top. And then it wasn't like they didn't come back at them again and, and sort of swap interchange positions or anything. It was just past into the breaking zone and off. So, yeah, I, I, and I also felt that there was quite a lot of big performance gaps between the teams, so you did end up with this kind of weird, like, grouping where it was like Verstappen in his own world and then the two Mercedes, I mean, Lewis was quite far up, but the two Mercedes and then you drop down to Sainz and he was just chilling there by himself and then drop again and it's the two Astons and then drop again. And it was just like everyone kind of split out. And yeah, I just, I don't know, it, it just didn't kind of live up to my hype. Of what I thought it could be, so yeah, I gave it a four out of ten. I think it was an okay race, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Certainly not the worst race we've had. Oh no, oh no, but I'm not the best. Back <laughs> um, but not the best. Um, and there is one little interesting stat here that I wanted to pull up, um, just to talk about kind of how the season's going as a whole because we we laugh about the fact that Max drives out into the distance, and and obviously. Red Bull have a package to do that. Um, But I've got, and I want to try and see if you can guess this. I'll give you the first two. But I've got the number of laps led in this whole season. So far, Max has led 288 laps. Perez is second on the list, and he's led 113 laps. We've got four drivers behind them. And it's going to be just a crapshoot because, you know, let's see if you can guess. So in third place with six laps, who do you think we've got? Not Alonso. No, sadly not. It's George Russell. And then five laps. Who's led five laps? Not Alonso. (laughs) No, it's Lewis Hamilton. Oh. And then Lewis? in fifth what? place... Where was we, this? Uh, a great question. And then in fifth place, this driver's led three laps. It is... Not Alonso?
1: No, it's Alonso! <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
0: and then Leclerc's led two laps. Um, so, I, I don't know, like, quick maths between them. The... <laughs> Russell, Hamilton, Alonso, and Leclerc have led 16 laps. Max has led 288. And Perez has led 113. Levels. Red Bull got a beast. And I genuinely, I mean, part of me is is kind of hoping that they win every single race this season just to be like, there you go, there's the record. Done it. It's never been done. But yeah, that was that was the Spanish Grand Prix. And we've got a gap now. And then we're off to Canada. Off to Canada. So as we said at the start of this episode, um, which has been quite a bumper episode already. um, So cheers if you're still listening, because we've been waffling on for about an hour and a half now, an hour and seven minutes. Um, Next week, because it's an off week, we're going to do our review of Monaco. Um, So we're going to, I mean, we both watched the race anyway, uh, live. We did manage to catch it. Poor Josh was sort of dying at the time, but, yeah, we still managed to catch it and uh, we're going to sort of recap it and go over our driver ratings for Monaco. And um, probably, yeah. I don't know, should we, should we do some in next week's episode, should we pull out some random predictions? Because we're quite good at random predictions. We never get them right, but we're quite good at them.
1: Yeah, I normally get at least two of the drivers in the top five, in the top five, just not necessarily in the right order. Usually nail first, me. Yeah. Pretty
0: good at that one. Yeah after that it's a, um, it's a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so tune in next week for that and um, yeah thanks for thanks for tuning into this one um, hopefully you know we are actually talking to people there are people listening to this one because we missed an episode uh, hopefully our entire audience of devoted fans haven't just gone all oh, two Yeah, come on we believe Um, so yeah cheers for tuning in and we will see you next time ciao goodbye